So welcome to this episode of the Fit to Lead podcast. I am super excited to have Abby Hagney with me today, who is a health and mindset coach and owner of Wellness with Abby. She believes that all women deserve to feel healthy and confident in their body while living the life they love. Through her private coaching practice, Abby works one-on-one with women to help them find their own unique confidence by creating simple and effective healthy habits that work for them, their lifestyle, and their goals. There is no one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter approach. She honors your individuality and believes so deeply that no matter what, where you are starting and what you've tried in the past, it's possible to achieve any goal you set for yourself. So we have a lot in common, Abby. Welcome to the Fit to Lead podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. So I would love to kick things off by you sharing a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Yes. Um, So most of my journey was an unknown to me. Um, It really started back um, when I was about 12 years old. I was in gymnastics, loved it. It was, you know, my favorite thing to do. I was in it with my best friend and I had a gymnastics coach who one day made a comment about being careful not to gain weight because gymnasts are meant to be small And I will always say, I don't think he meant any harm by it. I don't know that he even knew what he was saying. And out of a hundred girls, 95 of us may not have thought anything of it, may not have even heard it, but then there's five of us that took it and really ran with it. And I was one of those five and it really stuck with me and led me down a path of watching everything that I ate counting all of the calories, tracking everything. I had, you know, in my teenage years, a binder of, you know, all of the meal plans, all of the home workouts that you could do to stay thin. I saw movement simply as a way to burn off calories and um, as punishment. And I really just thought this is what women and girls did. I thought we criticized our body. I thought we always tried to stay small. I thought we were never happy. We had to watch what we ate. And for the longest time, I thought I was the healthy one. I just thought like, of course, like this is what we do. And um, when I became pregnant with my son, he's now eight. I realized in that moment that I had to gain weight. And it was a really scary thought for me for a couple of reasons. The first being that I wanted a healthy baby. I wanted a healthy pregnancy. I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to do all of the right things, which meant I had to gain weight. And also I realized I didn't know how to do that. And it was scary because I was afraid that I would go the wrong way, that I wouldn't end up taking care of myself out of that fear of I'm gaining too much weight. You know, i felt like I had stayed so far away from that all my life. It was just so foreign to me. And it really made me realize how unhealthy I had been and how as common as it is for women to do this, it's not normal. It's not the way that we should be living our lives. It's not healthy. And it certainly is not helping our confidence in any way. Um, And that really led me down this journey of exploring who I am and what was going to make me feel good, which was not for me, the counting, the tracking, the meal plans, the workout routines. For me, it was looking at that inner mean girl. And really for the first time, 
hearing what she was saying and bringing awareness to that and not judging myself mm-hmm. based off of that story that I was telling me. And slowly, it's certainly not an overnight thing. Slowly, I started to rewrite that story. I started to be like, okay, I hear you. This time I'm not listening to you. And that was the most incredible shift I think I ever could have made. And something I think that most women don't even venture to explore. We immediately go to food and movement. And of course, that's so important. Mm -hmm. That doesn't quiet that voice inside our head that tells us we're not good enough. You're not, you know, you're not thin enough. Oh no, that number on the scale, you know, it just, we cave ourselves into making so much mean something about us when it's really very neutral. No, I would totally agree with that. And I think, you know, the diet and exercise culture feeds right into that, right? So what are some ways, like, I'm sure you didn't go cold turkey, right? Just stopping the tracking and all the things. Were there any things that, that you remember that strike you as kind of helping you on that journey, things that you did or things that you said to yourself to help you along? Yeah. Um, it really started with journaling for me. I had always thought like, oh, I'm going for a run and I'm clearing my mind, but there's something about getting it onto paper and physically like removing it from your mind, or it feels like you're physically removing it from your mind that really lifted a very heavy weight off of me and allowed me to see what that story was that I was telling myself. Like I, always think of my thoughts then and and now, but really then as like that old time movie projector, that's like, just like clicking away and you can hear it clicking, but it's just kind of in the background. And when I was able to slow down and really listen to what am I telling myself, look in the mirror and actually allow myself to say the things that I had always said to myself and get that out on paper It then gave me the power and the control to look at that and be like, does this help me in any sort of way? And it also helps to set like awareness of your triggers. So when these thoughts popped up, I could then start to work on, okay, I hear this thought. Of course I have that. That's a thought that I've been practicing for 20 years but I'm not going to go there anymore. And this is what I'm going to start looking at. And it wasn't going from loving my body or, you know, loving um, really any part of my body for that matter. It was really just moving away from hatred and getting out of that self-loathing to, can I appreciate something about my body? Can I accept something about my body? And that slowly moved up to, you know, I really do appreciate this. This is fantastic. I feel really good about it, but it, it took a while. It's not an overnight thing. And I think being willing to put in that work and Mm -hmm. being okay with those negative thoughts coming back without feeling like we failed, we can't do it because those thoughts will always be there. Yeah. And you're undoing, like you said, it started at eight years old, right? So you're undoing years and years of what you're subconsciously telling yourself, right? Like unraveling that story. So um, that's so interesting. And I I would agree journaling is so incredibly impactful. And it's funny because when we were younger, I feel like journaling was like, oh, what did you do today? You know, and it's like, it's so powerful when you really kind of start digging and asking yourself questions. Like you said, the things that are running in your head, just get out on paper. I love that. So yeah. what, would you, what would you say is 
So right now, what is a non-negotiable in terms of your self-care and wellness routine? You know, how do you approach food and movement and different things? Yeah. So for me, part of, of well, I guess the main component of my self-care is my mornings, um, especially as a mom. I now have two kids. The mornings are my time. And I know, you know, that can be controversial for some moms that are like, I don't want to wake up early, you know, and that shouldn't be the only time that I have. But for me, I want to wake up on my terms. I don't want to wake up to the chaos of everybody else needing something from me or whatever is happening in the house or chaotic moments. So I get up early. I, I get up about five o'clock in the morning and I move my body. What I have found is that I have found movement that works for me. I no longer see movement as how many calories did I burn? How many minutes did I work out? I no, no longer use it as something I have to do or as punishment. I see it as this makes me feel good. This makes me feel more confident. This makes me manage my stress better. When I move my body, I show up as a better version of myself. And that's really how I want to start my day. And I have found that doing that in the morning makes my day so much easier. Mm, I love that. I think having um, a good solid morning routine, because I feel like it sets the foundation for your day, right? Yeah. And, and I feel like during the week, I, I'm like, you know, like super structured, like it's my intentional time, my workout, my meditation. And it's funny because I feel like it all goes to hell in a handbasket on the weekends. And I'm like, <laughs> why can't I just keep it all? Like, cause it is, it's so like, I just, I love it. It's just, it's so like they said, it's your time, you know, before yeah. the, the craziness of the household starts. Yeah. Um, so I love that. I think that's so incredibly important. Yeah. Um, and when it comes, weekends are different, it's knowing that that doesn't have to mean you got off track. That doesn't mean that you have to start over. That just means life happened and you're not going to judge yourself for it. You're not going to feel guilty or bad or any of those negative thoughts that we can go down. It just means I'm going to pick it back up on Monday. And I know yes. that I can. Yes. Yes. I think that's super important because I do think we beat ourselves up, right? Oh, you got out of your routine. And it's just like, no, like you need to lean into whatever, like a, it, Sundays feel different than Mondays and Tuesdays or, or whatever. Um, so no, I think that's a really a super important point, um, having grace with yourself. So when it comes to kind of your journey, what you've gone through, what you've seen and experienced, any books or podcasts that, that stand out to you that are, were like, oh, this was, a, this was a great one for me? Yeah, I always recommend Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I love that book for so many reasons, but I think it just gives us such an interesting perspective about the way we think and the way that we could be thinking if we practice it. And I love how she just takes us through this journey of um, different ways of thinking and different approaches. And the way that she does it, I think is just incredible. So highly recommend that. It's an easy read. I keep it on my desk. It's a fun book. Um, and I think it's one that you can kind of pick up and read different sections of and, and put it back down too. So definitely. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited to check that one out. I have not read that one. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, so what is it? I'll, I'll give you the, the zinger question. Everybody struggles with your favorite life hack. Okay. My favorite life hack. I, I don't know if you would call it a hack, but for me, this is what I always think of that's been really helpful is 
again, we all have that inner mean girl, as I like to say, that inner critic that wants to bring us down. And I think most people want to get rid of her. I always say her, but you know, for whatever it may be for you. And I think the most important thing that we can do is not to resist that voice, but to accept that voice and to accept that voice with compassion, because what's really happening is she's really just trying to protect us. She's trying to keep us safe in the place that we know within our comfort zone. And as soon as we start to step out of it, which is why change is so hard, she gets louder. And it's not about getting rid of her. It's about accepting her and quieting her down. And when you can lower that volume one decibel at a time, it gives you more control. But as soon as we think, oh no, she's back. I failed. I can't do this. It's never going to work. That's when we go down that slippery slope of starting and stopping and starting and stopping all over again. So Mm. in that voice, accept it with compassion. And let's just put her back in the back seat. <laughs> She's not driving the car. She's yeah. welcome. You're picking her up. She needed a ride. She's not driving. I love that. I love that. That's so important because I do feel like everyone has that struggle, right? Of the the mean girl that your ego, whatever you want to call it, of tell you know the little devil on your shoulder that's just like, oh, you're not good enough, or you know, yeah. um, we listen to her. Like <laughs> it's incredible. We're so evolved, and yes, yes, negativity, and we cling to negativity, but yeah. we can just as easy move to a more neutral or positive point as long as we practice it. Yes. I love that. I love that. And that's so important. So I would love for you to share as we, as we start to wrap up, I would love for you to share where people can connect about you, learn more, connect with you on social, all the things. And I'll make sure to include all the details in the show notes, but um, I'd just love for you to share that. Yeah. So I'm most active on Instagram. My handle is wellness with Abby H. Um, Abby is with an E. Um, I've ventured into TikTok with the same handle. You're brave. So That's <laughs> more, I think of it as like my, my little podcast. They're like one minute to three minute long little clips, but hopefully they help to provide some of these mindset shifts, different perspectives on things. <clears throat> and then um, my website is wellness with Abby H and I seem to be losing my voice. <laughs> So that seems a perfect place that we could wrap up, but I am super excited to have you on the show. I love learning about you and your story. I think we're very much aligned in terms of the mindset approach and the, the approach to, to health and wellness. So thank you so, so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Have you tried built bars yet? If you haven't, you are totally missing out. These incredible protein bars are macro-friendly. Some are gluten-free and nut-free, and they come in amazing flavors like coconut brownie, raspberry cheesecake, and my newest favorite, churro marshmallow. So check them out and use the code Allison Jackson Fitness, all one word, and save 10% today. Try it out and see how you like it and let me know. And again, it's www.builtbar.com and the code Allison Jackson Fitness to save 10%. Try it out today.